Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. Hour number two already. All right. It is 5 o'clock here in the Bayou City. All right. Let's head over to Venice, Louisiana and check in with Captain Mike Jeffcoat this morning. Mike, good morning. Where are you? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How about you, man? Oh, living the dream or somebody else's dream. nightmare. I hear you, man. Well, <laughs> tell me the good news about that ball game last night. I couldn't make it to the end. Oh, it was good. It, uh, man, our bullpen looked strong. They came in, and, man, it was – I think we gave up one hit out well, of four pitchers. So we win it? Yeah, we did. Five to three. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dubon played uh, short for uh, Pena last night. Pena's got a stiff neck. And Dubon uh, had him a two-run double. And uh, that, that was the game pretty much. Five to three. I, uh, I don't know. We got back down here and naturally had to mow and all that stuff. And um, I just walked in or something. I said, I like ball game, though. I turned it over and. Um, I'll tell you, he walked up to the plate and I went first pitch, first pitch, a high fastball. When are they going to learn to quit throwing high fastballs to Altuve? That little booger can get on him, can't he? Center field, (laughs) straight away center, about 420 feet out of Mighty Mouse himself. Unbelievable. Well, that'd be nice if we could sweep the Rangers. I don't think they can do it, but it should be nice. Well, we got our. We got our two good pitchers starting the day, right? We should have. Um, well, no, I think um, today we have uh, Hunter Brown, which I consider him one oh, of that, our good pitchers. Yeah, be Hunter good. Brown yeah. today, and then uh, to be announced, they're not announcing whether Fromber or Javier are going to pitch the next two games yet. I don't know why oh. they're doing that. I think something's wrong with with Christian Javier. I, right up, I don't know. He didn't. He didn't. He sure had. Huh. But anyhow, that's uh, that's about it. Uh, we went neat. Victor Brita, yesterday, 
yesterday. Yeah, I saw Darlene post in my happy place, and I could see the photo. <laughs> I said, I know where she's at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, there was a bunch of offshore boats that come in late yesterday, so I don't know. If, uh, I know coming down yesterday, we left a little after 3 yesterday morning, and I was here by 9.30, and uh, man, the water was awful high when I was coming down the road and I went right and then we got this moon but I know some of the offshore boats was late coming in yesterday I'm talking about we just ran around 5 I 30 there's quite a few of them just come in when we got there and you know they've been coming in by noon time so. yeah well the bite changed on them I guess by the bite guess, time you know and it might have changed on them but that's for sure so I don't know what I'm I'm not fishing today. We'll fish. We'll start fishing tomorrow. I don't know. Rusty said he's going to be here by 10 o'clock this morning. We'll see. Uh, if they get here, they'll want to go do an afternoon. So we just have to see what happens. But, A lot of people down there already? You, you know, I really couldn't save me. I mean, the parking lot was pretty full, but nothing like, you know, that it's been. It's nothing like uh, Memorial Day was, that's for sure. Right. Um, you know, it's hot. You know, high here was 91 yesterday, but that's hot for down here. You know. Well, yeah, um, you're surrounded by water down there. I mean, that's, yeah. uh, that is pretty warm for there. You know, you know, it's kind of like Galveston. It it stays, you know, a good eight to ten degrees cooler than Houston because of where it's oh. at on the coast. You know, right? Yeah, you know, we're generally in the eighties. You know, right? So, you know, and it's a muggy eighty. It gets hot down there in that marsh, man. Oh yeah, you know, we're considered tropical. Yeah, so. but. Uh, that's, I mean, basically, that's all I have. As far as fishing, I just don't have nothing. To, I know it's good. I mean, that river is green. I saw, I come across the river in New Orleans, I saw mullet coming in that river in New Orleans. Dang, all the way up there. All the way. Go north, young man. <laughs> I guarantee you. Head upstream. Well, you know, ain't no different than the Trinity River. I mean, it's not that far from Trinity Bay to the dam, but I've seen a lot of mullet up there at that dam. Oh, yeah. They've it's caught bull shark under that dam up there before. Yeah. Oh, I used to go up there summertime. I remember one year, you know, crab. when we had all that drought, uh, like 2011, 2012 and all that, I remember they were catching, man, they were catching a bunch of bull sharks in the river up there in the Liberty. You know, all the guys fishing off the bank for catfish. Yep. That bull shark, he'll travel. <laughs> he ain't scared. No, and they, the fresh water don't seem to bother them at all. No. A little bit of salinity goes a long way with those rascals. Boy, they're yep. bad in Trinity Bay right now. They bad everywhere. I mean, I, I don't know. You know, when I done saw something else I saw on TV, couple of days ago or something about sharks again, you know, and these bleeding hearts screaming, you know, got the sailor sharks are going extinct. What do you think? 
been saying that for years. Thank and it, it, uh, yeah. Now the, the biologists are going, yeah, that's just how uh, clean our water and our planet is now. So, hell, I know it, it, we have the abundance of sharks because they're not killed and harvested like they were because of the restrictions. Exactly. You know, it's exactly. just, just like any other aspect of your fishery. You protect them, they're going to, they're going to be on every street corner. Exactly. So, and look at Gar. I mean, Gar's a big deal oh, here in Texas God. now. I mean, I can't stop anywhere in fish that I don't see at least one or two big old alligator Gar roll. Oh, I know. You know, and you know they screamed and hollered about you know, when they put that rule in effect a few years ago about just one. Yeah, and one a day now something on Trinity River. Yeah, it's been it's been one forever. And uh look at the rebound they've made. And well the bow it's hunters unreal. created that. I mean they they were wiping them out, you know, that bow hunting stuff. Right. And uh T P and W put a quietus to that. But it's the same way here. I mean Man, that's a big old redfish just rolled right no, down there in that pass. I said, no, there's a big old guard just rolled down there in that pass. Oh, I man, get that, too. Everybody goes, man, did you see this, how long that red was? It just rolled up. I said, that was yeah. a garfish, man. Yeah. I don't even have to look. You know, I can cheer that bust over there. I said, yeah, a big old gar smacked him. Yeah, with that big old tail it. slap. Boy, yeah. they can slap Eat that it. tail on the water, can't they? They can slap it. You bet. So... Soaking them bull sharks, too, when they come up. Boy, oh, that makes a boy. hell of an explosion. I, I don't know where I was. Oh, I was down there off of uh, Paso Lutra. And uh, I was coming across there and just, just a couple of weeks ago. He said, man, look at all the bull reds busting over there. I said, I don't think that bull reds busting <laughs> over there. Well, it's jacks. Let's get, we want to catch one jack. I said, well, we'll pull over there by the time I seen one of them jump. And I said, well, there is some jacks. I did see some jacks pushing in there. I said, but I, I'm telling you, they was, I don't know. There's at least 20 acres of them. I mean, wow. just solid sharks. And... They were spinners, they were makos, they were bull sharks. I mean, and they were thrashing them most. That's another thing we've got this year, our mullet. But all the hatch. We've had one of the biggest hatches down here that I've seen. Y'all are thriving. Uh, yeah, we're thriving. I mean, it's it's amazing, and I think it's really because of what that river done last year. Right being green so long like it was and all that good water and you know because you know everybody's like, well getting too fresh and i said no it's not getting too fresh that salt water they have a problem right now i mean the restaurants that are using city water here they quit serving tea and uh, you know uh, it's just too much salt in our water now because right. what people don't understand that salt water crawls underneath all that fresh water is on top you know, it's just like the uh, bait guy. I talk to him every day. He generally comes in about the same time we do. And he has got uh, two heavy-duty belch pumps on the end of them skimmers. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's getting his salt water. He can't get it off the top because it's too fresh. So he's having to put his poles down and skim on them skimmers and pump that water off the bottom. And 
get that salty water in there. Oh, I can tell it when you take a shower here now. You know, it's, uh, you can tell it's salt in that water. So. Yeah, it reminded me of Galveston when I was a kid, you know, at our beach house. You know, just you just didn't drink the water out of the, we always took water. Right. Water cans. Exactly. Yeah. That's us. We, uh, you know, it's hard to boil that salt out. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Uh, it's good what boil, shrimp, boil shrimp and crawfish in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did uh, I tell you what Brent Ballet told me the other day about them red snapper? Uh-uh. His last weekend, I guess, yeah, it was. He uh, took his nephews and his wife. He was off intensely last weekend. Anyhow, he took them snapper fishing. They went out south pass down there. 100 feet of water on you know. GPS mark. Uh, they dropped down there, and he said he wasn't down there, but about 30 foot. They brought the person up to the top, and he said, next thing he knew, he was surrounded by a sea of red snapper on top of the water. They all came up? That's cool when they that happens. They all came up, yeah. I've, I've seen, you know, a handful, maybe 20, 25 come up. But I have never seen what he just talked about, and he's been here all his life too. He's never seen it. He you know, said, years ago when we'd go out to eat, like the Sabine Bank or go out by the Hill Bank, you know, pull up to a pipe right. stand or something, we'd throw a bunch of chum in the water, and right. you'd watch him snapper come up, and that would tell you whether you wanted to mess with fishing with them or not. See how many big ones were in there with them, and then you well, just move on if they were all little ones, you know. He said that was a problem with it. He said there was some 25 to 30 pound red snapper on top of the water. And he, he said, I didn't have nothing I could handle them with. You know, he was fishing pretty light stuff. Right. He said, we tried, we throwed it at a bunch of them 25 pounders and they just bust us off and spool us. And he <laughs> said, so he said, it was just crazy to watch. He's got a video he supposed to sent me. But, you know, well, when you go bear hunting, Mike, you don't need to take a switch. <laughs> no, you don't. Absolutely, you better be loaded. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've seen a sea of them mangroves. Matter of fact, Bill Butler, one of the owners of the Marina, right? He brought in five hundred ninety pounds. He's got commercial deal. He brought five hundred ninety pounds of mangroves in Good one day Lord. this week. Yeah, that's standing on the mangroves now. Yeah, that's that's nuking them. Yeah. But I watch them commercial boats, you know, out there, and generally most all the commercial boats are them marinos, and they get up underneath them rigs, and uh, they fish in cane poles. Really? On them uh-huh. Yeah. Like them tuna boats do. Yeah, it's crazy. So, well, there's one of the guys down there, one of the new young guys down here, one of them that's going and diving on them triple tail, you know, he'll go dive them rigs. Day before, and uh, find out where the big congregation of them is, and uh, he's got cane, he's got two cane poles. He's catching them trip though. I don't know how he does it, but I mean they're big old bamboo sticks. But he does it. Strong line and a strong pole. Just hey, flip them in. He had somebody down here last uh, fall that uh, uh, I guess it was some type of biology or something, and. I've seen the video on it, and they tagged 23. And uh, five of them wound up in Mexico. Really? Yep. 
Well, I mean, they put transmitters in them, you know, mm. where they could track them. Right. And they left from Venice, Louisiana, went all the way to Mexico. That tells you how that flow and that migration is. Absolutely. You know, and you think about it, Tripitel, he ain't about swimming fast. He's about just laying no, around doing that. They're pretty lazily just kind of lollygagging along. Yeah, but you think about that, they got on a mission to go that far. But like I said, you, that flow, that's where it goes. Yeah, they, the just, with they, they just ride the current is all they do. Yeah. Just lay up and ride yeah. the current. Yeah, that's the same thing with the Wahoo, you know. Why them Wahoo leave here and go down there? This time of year, I have no idea because Wahoo likes to at once. Right. You know, we just, you know, it's a rarity to see one this time of year here. Mm-hmm. I know 10 years ago when we was still fishing offshore category in a football tournament, we won it with a 75-pounder. Caught that fish first morning. First that day time of three year. days. That Amazing. time of year, we 75, 8. That's a good one. And... I mean, had about a 20-pound dolphin. All I needed was a yellowfin. Three days, I could not pull a yellowfin in the boat. You could have slammed out, buddy. Yep, slammed it out. It wouldn't have took nothing. You know, all I needed, you know, 75 to 100-pound yellowfin. We would have slammed it. Unreal. All right, man. Well, enjoy your weekend with your family and all that. And, uh, uh, hey, if somebody wants to call you about coming over to Venice, give give them some info. 832-338-9376. 832-338-9376. Catch it on the web, Dollar J Hunting and Fishing. All right, Mike. Tell all the gang hello, and y'all have fun. Bro. I will do. I'll see, see you, man. All Later. right, buddy. Later. All right, that's Captain Mike Jeffcoat in Venice, Louisiana. It's time for a break. You're listening to The Outdoor Show. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good 
Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 521 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down south now. To Tiki Island, Texas, check in with a plogster this morning. James, what's up? What's up, Mick? Hey, I'm glad to know you're only three missed text messages and four missed phone calls away, baby. <laughs> I thought y'all liked that. Man, I, y'all I said, that. we're going to get some hits on this one. You threw that out there. I was laughing so hard. Bob <laughs> Hardy even screenshotted it and, and texted it to me. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I thought y'all would love that. Hey, man, is your air conditioning even cut off? Boy, your not very off? much. I'm glad I got a new one. <laughs> Dude, well, I need a new one. I'm, I'm struggling Oh, I know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy. Well, you know, I don't know but, whether he'll come to Galveston or not. He's so busy. I don't know, but uh, boy, they oh, did a fine job for me. Yeah, well, one of my best friends in AC business. Oh, okay, but, who you know, ain't in AC big. business? It's kind of like the guy yeah. business nowadays. Everybody's in it. Ain't that the truth, buddy? But <laughs> you know, he's busy, and I'm like, man, I try to keep it hanging on. It just—I ain't really seen it. I mean, yeah, it was, it's hot. I guess. It's just hot. I ain't seen yeah, it it's like hot. nothing cuts off, dude. Just at I mean, night. Got, yeah, and I don't, I don't like heat, man. We live in it, work in it. I want the place cold. Hey, man. buddy, when I come in, I want to hang meat when I come off that I, hot bay. I'm a meat hanger, buddy. But I can tell you right now, there's, <laughs> hey, there's You're some meters jumping. <laughs> there's some meters jumping off the side of these houses right now, man. <laughs> I guarantee you it's spinning. I'm I'm gonna be anxious to see what the light bill is. I guarantee you it's gonna be scary. Yeah, I want to see what mine is for a full month with that new energy efficient unit. I don't know. We'll see. Did you just get yours? How long you had it? I've had it about a month and a half now. Oh, and, so I didn't uh, know that. Oh no, you're gonna be good. You'll be better than me, a hundred percent. I'm gonna be bad. But the the thing that scared me when I got my other one, that whole system. Lasted 23 years, my old one. Mm-hmm. Said, now, now, don't expect that out of this new one. I said, what do you mean? Well, that's just the way they make them now. And all this new energy-efficient, government-regulated stuff, They don't, you don't get the, the hours out of them like you do the old units. Well, that's anything we buy I now. Said, that's encouraging. Yeah, I said, hey, oh, man. Oh, I know this... people that buy a new refrigerator every two or three years. Dude, I got my grandmother's. It's it's no wonder that company's out of business. It's hey, I've got an old GE in my laundry room, in the uh, wash room, and all that. That uh, I've had. It's. I remember when it came out. It was the biggest double door, you know, ice maker, all that mess that they had, and uh, it's still Cadillac, and it's got to be thirty years old, maybe older than that. And it's. You I know, bet it's. One, I keep it in there just to keep beer and sodas and water and all that in there, just strictly for that, and in the freezer part for, you know, stuff in the house. But and it's a good backup from when that good new one you got goes out. Go oh, I've already been through three one. of those new ones. Well, this is the same one. I know this thing. I'm telling you, I know it's forty years old. And well, I had it. I've been in this house going on thirty-three years. I've had it since I know it's thirty-three. And, uh, wow. man, I, I kind of want it to go out. It's something new looks good, but hell with it. It keeps working, so. Hey, if <laughs> it works, in. don't worry about the looks. Looks only yeah. carry, that's like a brand-new boat. I mean, 
why why float the note when the old boat was doing just the same thing? Just throw a new motor on it and go. Keep trucking, baby. Well, I just want to be. Well, y'all are living proof that with all them old relic whalers y'all are running. Those things don't ever break up and fall apart. Well, the one that (laughs) Joe rebuilt gave well, that one there, yeah, that that one needed to be redone. But it's it's like she, brand she new tired. now. <laughs> she was tired, and then a tired. My other, <laughs> you wore tired. some stuff out. <laughs> and my other twenty five, it's it's new. I mean, there was a handful of us that figured out how to order those boats from the commercial division. I mean, they're the same whole style, which they don't build it no more. They say they broke the mold, but I think it's still there. <laughs> you talking about the outrage? Yeah, but we were ordering like mine's a man. I think mine's a 2017. Right. Could, you know, you could order them, but they don't. I guess if you wanted what they had, they didn't really like fooling with us because they well, built. What was that them. one called? The, the outrage. It was called the Guardian. That commercial one. That's what ours are. They're all guardians. Hey, okay, they're all guardians. Okay. Yeah. Well, mine and Penner's is, Kenny's and Dana's, they're just regular outrages. Well, I remember Trimble was oh. the first one to get one of those. Trimble's the one that taught us how to do it. He, you know, he had money, and he knew how to make it happen. And then once, <laughs> he, once he did it, and we kind of got a rapport with the guy. He since passed away. Great guy, though. And they'll make some little subtle changes for you. But what happened, it's like fishing places. Two's cool, three, we'll be okay. And next thing you know, half the city of Houston knows about it, and it's ruined. That's like right. anything, and that's what happened. We had too many, and, well, I want to do this, I want to do that. It's like, dude, we built those government entities and the military. We don't care what you want. Right. You know, they're not a custom boat builder. And they did a certain thing. You know, I like one of the bigger hatch, no problem. I want to move the console pack, no problem. Little things. But, right. you know, people are trying to turn it into a custom boat building business, and it's not. You know, it's calm down here this morning, maybe six, seven. I know. I was shocked when I walked out the door this morning. Well, I wasn't shocked from the heat, but uh, the wind, I said, hey, where's that hair dryer at this morning? It's not here. <laughs> yeah, tight still, well, though. maybe the weekend warriors, man, all the people in working their butts off all year are going to grab a good 4th of July weekend weather-wise so they can fish. You'll break There'll be some people going offshore today. It's, it's Cameron and left. Yeah, I think Helmer's going to go offshore this weekend. You got to go today. Today's, today's the best day. Yeah, maybe you will. It, it bumps up a little bit Sunday, and then you got some, maybe a few squalls in there Monday and Tuesday. But, man, we're actually catching some fish. It's, man, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them, when you hit them, you hit them. I had something happen. We beating on this spot and I know it was there and we caught a million little ones and man just all of a sudden I don't know it was about maybe 10 o'clock I moved just a little bit man not much we go to getting them boom 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 you know, decent trout nice trout and we catch maybe seven you know pretty quick and they just faded just nothing then you couldn't get no bites on nothing I think the tide quit before it started turning around going out and they just mm. nothing did and what I times that time to start moving out? Because it's like at eight thirty at night. Man, I'm gonna tonight, tell you. I'm gonna tell you about right about eleven. 
she starts swinging. Oh, it's already turning that quick? I, well, I guess yeah. it is because it's like a negative 0.6. Today it's an 0.8. Tomorrow's an 0.9. Monday's an 0.9. So it's going to yeah. take all day for all that water to get out of here. So we should be coming up. I'm just guessing because I didn't look at this morning. Coming up on a high tide, and I'm looking at about 529. Okay, well, I'm looking at, at a foot Channel. of I'm half. looking at a foot of barnacles right now. Right, so it never really gets high. The, the southwest wind don't let it get high. Mm-hmm. So we left. I ran about a mile. So let me go check this place. This is a place we caught some fish on last year. I made my first pass. This, you know, like everything, it's just dead as a hammer. I didn't really feel good about it. I, said, oh, I think I missed it right here. Let's let's pull around. It's rough. <laughs> well, it ain't really rough. It's just. The wind's going against the current, you know, so it's right, kind of choppy. It makes it choppier, yeah. I got you. And I, I looked right there, and you ain't going to believe this. I looked and said, man, that's a fish lick. I'm watching it. And it's right there. And I spooked him, I guess. And I said, man, the current's going this way. I said, I'm just going to stop on top of it. It's got to be right. And as soon as I stopped, one of the guys had to go to the bathroom. It's right there by me. I said, man, dude, move so I can throw it. <laughs> I turn around through it, hits the water, and one of them swims off with it. And I said, here, man, roll this in. Let me get the anchor out. And uh, I put the anchor out, and it was just like it's supposed to be. There's the slick, there's the fish, and it's as fast as you can catch them. Doubles, triples, and it just goes off. It didn't last very long, but, I mean, we caught a whole bunch of fish. But they're tight, but, you know, messed up. They they, they showed me where they were at. Hey, there. If I'd had anything else to do, I would never pulled around. I wouldn't even made a second pass. <clears throat> but they did. They showed us where they were at. And then when we started catching them, then they lit it up. Then it looked like, man, this looks pretty good. I can see what's here now, you know. But it did not last very long. I mean, when they go off, they go off. Then they do it. When they quit doing it, <laughs> they fade, and that's it. All That's right. it, and I don't know. I don't know when the next time they bite is, but it, it you know, just from sitting in the same place so long, you can kind of watch what happens. They like to bite a little bit right when that, because you get there in the morning, the water's still kind of messed up because the currents, you know, run pretty hard, and you can watch the water, and you can watch that tide start quitting, and then you get a bite, boom, 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 not very long, and then they fade. And you got to wait for it to turn. And they eat right on that turnaround for about the first 30 minutes. Right. When that tide turns around. And once it and starts they smoking, then it Then they start smoking, off. it's over. Now, you might blaze somewhere else and try to catch the same thing, you know, maybe somewhere else if you know where some other fish are. Right. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, it's the same deal. Mickey, when this, you said it, we're pretty good at, I mean, I ain't the best in the world, but we're pretty good at finding where they're at. And, you know, if you're where they're at, it's good. But, man, there's a whole bunch of places that they ain't. There's a lot you of ants. better be where they're at. <laughs> there's a there's lot a of lot ants, of, just like there's ants, There's a lot buddy. of ants, There's a lot bro. of them. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, hold on. Let me, let me knock this commercial ants. break out. I'll come right back <laughs> at you, Plug. Hang on, brother. All right. Well, the Galveston Fishing Extravaganza, that started yesterday. It's running all weekend long. You need to get the kids out of the house and the family and uh, go check it out. It's at the Galveston County Fairgrounds. That's at 10 Jack Brooks Park Road. That's in Hitchcock. And that's going to run today from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. So 
Load up the family and head out to the fairgrounds and check out the great deals on tackle, boats, RVs, and more, along with food trucks, a kid zone, free parking, and $10 wristbands. That's good for the entire weekend. So get out to the Galveston County Fairgrounds at the Galveston Fishing Extravaganza this weekend. That's in Hitchcock, Texas. That's all weekend long. Don't miss it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right. Let's go back to plug and talk a little more here. All right, James, we're back, man. <clears throat> Yo, buddy. <clears throat> but it seems like... Uh... You know, our best bait, Nicky, has been, you know, something clear. Glittery like, yeah. Picks up that sunlight. Yep. I don't know why. I mean, I heard y'all talking, you know, normally you just put a purple uh, slamming chicken or a purple little john or something on just, you know, fish. Well, you know, uh, the last day I fished and caught them good was I was using a slamming chicken uh, in that little – Bass Assassin Paddle Tail and the uh, Chicken on a Chain. I yeah, ran out got, of slammers and I it, was digging around my leaning post. I was like, let me try one of these Chicken on Chains and fired it out there. I, well, I was on them. I mean, it, it yeah. pays to be on them, you know. Hey, but you could probably fire anything out there and catch no, them. No, that's I, a bunch I, of bull corn. You, I expect, you and Blaine I, are I, always I, talking <laughs> that trash, making me out to be something I'm not. Oh, dude. Look, I can go to the bottom with the best bear. of them, buddy, especially oh, well, this year. Mean, I, it's either hit or miss for me. I either don't get them both. or I catch them. But I experiment with my guys. You know, I'll pick whoever I think you know one of my best fishermen, and we'll try different things. And anything <laughs> opaque, like opaque, a, just solid. Remember when well, Blaine got hung up on I'm throwing incandescent <laughs> lures. Incandescent. <laughs> yeah. But anything that ain't got no sprinkle, it don't seem uh, – yeah, hey, I'm you a glitter man. I, I like that glitter, you know. Yeah, the, the glitter, and man, I've been hung up on this on that little John, the clear one. 
with all them sparkles, and I'm looking at the water, and I said, dude, this, I don't know, this bait don't look too good. But when they ain't bite, you got to, like, play around. And the other day, before they started biting, I mean, we caught, I told you we caught seven pretty quick. It Then it got to where, man, just throw it and just even the little guy said, man, why'd he hit this thing? It ain't got no tail on it. I said, I don't know, dude. Just throw it do what I'm doing real straight in. But you got to make sure that bait's straight. You got any kind of spin in it. No, you don't, it's, it can't be rolling over on you. I mean, if it rolls over, you, you're dead. That, that's it. You don't want no spin on it. You want it to retrieve mm-hmm. straight. And then if you mm-hmm. want it to roll over and get side, well, and it doesn't really roll over. It just gets sideways. And, you know, when you do all the jigging and jagging and jerking and working and whatever you call it. But, spinning ain't good. A, hey, no, a spinning even with anything. like a corky, that's where people mess up. They get a corky that's spinning. I said, hey, bend that tail down a little bit and that head a mm-hmm. little bit. Banana that bait a little. And then when you start jigging it and everything, it'll get all sideways and look like an injured, you know, mullet or bait fish. Nothing out there that we fish for spins. Hey, but I don't care if you're fishing with blue marlins. If that bally's spinning, you're <laughs> not going to run, run straight and look right. They're not going to eat, eat it. They're not going to hit it. And I'm like, invariably, I said, man, look, you got a big old hump in that bait right there. It's not going to work. <laughs> Give me that bag. Let me fix it. And then when they started biting, I mean, we hit that other little school. It didn't matter. When it hit the water, it didn't matter what you did. Just, you know, they were biting. But, you know, we're our own worst enemy. <laughs> we're all fishing on it. And if we keep, you know, we'll whittle them down. It won't take many days. <clears throat> and that's us. That's our crew, me and my crew. We're, we're the worst. We whittle our own selves down. I mean, you got to go somewhere else. Right. <clears throat> so. Well, me and Bill were know. talking about that very thing in, you know, first hour. It's, you know, pretty much the same for him over there, too. Watch, well, the schools aren't watch bad. The school just dwindle away. Boom. Yeah, and we're pretty good. It's just us. And then, you know, one day I may not go, or Dana may not go, somebody may not go. So instead of all four of us beating on it, well, maybe just two people beat on it. And then I got a little wade fishing gig that I'm the only one fishing there. That's right. <clears throat> There's still a lot of fish right there. It, you know, it's like a. It's like a snapper spot. I mean, if you hit this bell, you can't hardly hurt it with two fish. You can't hardly hurt it with two fish. So, you know, but back in the old days, you had a snapper spot. You beat it up every time you went. You know. But, you know, when the commercial guys leave, yeah, when the commercial guys leave, there's none left. <clears throat> so, that's the same thing. But, uh, now I don't know, man, if you could just drive around. These fish... There must be quite a few. They'll start slicking. You know, to have any slicks, there's got to be a, probably a fair number of fish there. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all, all that other stuff I'm fishing, it's just bait. Actually, it's just dead water. I just happen to know there's some fish there. If you, you wouldn't even stop and fish. It's so terrible. <clears throat> but there are some fish there. When they bite, it can get good. They just didn't bite for very long. Yeah. <clears throat> but I told my guys, I said, Small I'll bite you right windows. Now. The window, bud. I told him, I said, I bet if we leave these fish right now and drive right back to where we were just fishing. Now, I didn't go but about two miles. I said, I guarantee they're biting the same way right there. Maybe not as good, but I guarantee they're biting. Mm-hmm. But we didn't. We went home before it got rough and hot. <laughs> well, it was already kind of rough. Yeah. So, but it's, you know. It, it's, you know, at least the fish are, you know, you're coming up on this moon. The fish are biting a little bit better. But I tell you what. Back of that moon we just had, it was not too friendly, man. It was that was that was some tough fishing. <laughs> that was tough fishing. But you know, you get on the front of this moon and 
you know, the wind dies down a little bit. You know, basically the water is in pretty good shape. Uh, I tell you what messes up a lot of stuff. The tides are low, so anything around the intercoastal canal, all that stuff, the barges are churning it up, and the wind right. blows wherever it blows it. And it's making the water nasty where it really wouldn't be nasty if they if the tide was high. I remember back when uh, all we had was radios to communicate, and we had names for our baits. You know, we were talking earlier about soft plastics, and we called a uh, – you know, any kind of purple bait, we call it a Jimi Hendrix, you know, purple haze. and Yeah, the Jimmy. And then we had the uh, <laughs> the root beer with glitter in it. And uh, what do we call that? I've, I, I've lost it. I had it on top of my head. Um, that was Hollywood. the one you like. Hollywood. Hollywood. That's the, one, Hollywood. that's the one you like. Oh, then we had electric blue. Electric blue. Hey, cool remember, tip. there was about <laughs> three years there that those cool tips – I'm telling you what, buddy, if you didn't have electric blue with a white tail on it, you were you were a loser. Hey, if you wasn't on the East Shoreline with electric blue and a cool tip, you was a loser. Or waiting waiting Houston Point behind Dallas, that that cool tip was it, man. Man, I'm just sitting here thinking, man, we'd be lined up on that East Shoreline and just think about how many fish was coming down that shoreline. There wasn't like ten of us there. There was like some hundred, hundred of us there. There was there was hundred men lineups over there, and those schools had come through, and they'd keep coming and coming on a tide exchange. You know, outgoing, they'd all be heading towards Smith Point, and they'd turn around, wait on them in coming. They'd come right back through there, just and honey, everybody I mean, catching them. It was everybody stupid. There was such a run going on. Remember, Brister went over there with Blaine or somebody fishing with them. And got in on that run in '83, and that's when Gene Branscombe landed a helicopter on helicopter Reef and got out Reef. and waited and caught a ten fish limit. Got back in the helicopter and went home. <laughs> it was crazy, man. It was all of us. Big Daddy was there. All big of us. Daddy. It was, uh... <laughs> oh, big, big Daddy! <laughs> big Daddy Jack Conway. Boy, he hated oh, when you called him Big Daddy. Oh, man, I, used I was to laugh at Jack. He was funny. <laughs> He used to make so much fun of me and Jack with me. I he, called, kid, I he called me junior, too. He called you junior, me junior. Everybody, everybody was junior. junior. Everybody was junior. Blaine that's, was that's junior. We gave the name junior. Big Daddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but that cool tip was a good thing. All those old baits. Yep. I had a guy fishing the other day. Well, look he, at Gary he, Anderson. Remember, he'd melt all the colors of soft plastics together, melt them down and pour his own baits, and and they come out, they look chocolate. We called them pudding pops. Remember them with the legs Pudding pops. Oh, boy, we used to do come on a pudding pop. Yeah, and that shoreline of yours, when we used to get fishing right behind Gary and David's house, right behind Miss Mays stupid. and all that stuff, it was crazy, man. It hey, how about stupid. that day you waited off the ramp at Crawley's and <clears throat> caught all them fish? You ought to put that picture out there. You ought to get that picture and put it out there. Boy, I know one waited thing. Out I got the sunburned. I, I put on a pair of Hodgman waders without a shirt on and Took off with a – I had a silver spoon with a white bucktail and a gold spoon with a red bucktail. That's all I carried with me. And, uh, boy, I drug a giant stringer back up that ramp that afternoon. Man, I did that with Taylor. Well, I'm sitting and, in my uh, dad's yard, and as far as I can see, there's slicks popping all up and down the ledge all the way towards Gary's house. And I just took off. Man, I did that no short deal. I had uh, – I had Taylor and Travis and Justin, you know, guys. Right. We've been drifting. 
And I said, man, let's go check something right quick. <laughs> and we went in there, and we made a couple of casts out of the boat, and we caught two, like, instantly. I said, hey, man, let's go in here and get out. I didn't have my stuff. I had my wading boots is all I had. I didn't have but one shirt. So I ain't going to get my shirt messed up. <clears throat> I just put a wading belt on. I had my boots. And <laughs> he walked down there. We were standing on the bank. Taylor had a spoon on. I don't know how many fish we caught. We wasn't keeping none, but you get them right there on the bank, throw them back in. And we stayed and just caught them and caught them. And I absolutely. French fried my back, dude. I mean, French fried it. <laughs> I'm telling you. I knew better. <laughs> All right. I got a roll, man. Sharky's right, waiting buddy. on the phone. I hate to leave Sharky hanging. I know how fired up he is. I'm sure oh, he's going offshore. Oh, yeah, he's offshore. excited. He's oh, yeah. Go get him. He's tap dancing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, man, uh, throw him out a number plug. <laughs> All right, buddy. 497 I'll let you a little while. Hey, hang in there, man. <laughs> Later. Bye. All right. All right, that's Captain Plog and Tiki Allen. We're going to jump the causeway and head over to Offit's Bayou and check a, check old Sharky Marquez out this morning. Sharky, what's up, buddy? What's up, what's up, buddy? Well, where are you heading, offshore or inshore today? Oh, I'm going deep. I knew it. I'm going deep, brother. I'm actually uh, putting a big old grouper rig on a 70-wide right now. Oh, boy. Let's go get them. Let's go get them, buddy. I'm going to try to go 75, 80, somewhere in there today. We'll see how the see how the weather pans out. I know that was a plan yesterday, but it was a little bit more bumpy than I was hoping. Yeah, it was a little <laughs> windier offshore. You know, I was looking at that yesterday morning, and uh, it was calmer inshore, but offshore it was still bumpy out there. So it definitely was man i was thinking more like twos but it was definitely like two to threes especially anywhere south heading south so we ended up uh going uh not south i mean west so we ended up going uh straight east pretty much to kind of quarter it get out in that trough and man there's some giant snapper brother we've been catching some freaking mondos all right which is great they are getting a little, they are getting a little skittish, you know, in some areas, and we're having to change up our baits, and they're getting smart quick, you know. You roll up to a spot and catch two or three giants, and then, you know, uh, you know, if if I had to put my finger on it, if I had to guess what's happening down there, I would probably guess that they're very similar to trout fishing in the lights at night. You know, that's how I kind of look at them big snapper. You can drop down. You better be ready to catch those those first couple of big hits because after that, I, I truly believe those those big smart snapper, a lot of the times, don't get me wrong, there's spots that are, that you know, you might stumble upon and get lucky and they're loaded to the gills with giants. But, you know, any other spot on a, any other average day, you better be ready to drop down and catch your big ones real quick. And, and uh, you know, you got maybe – Two, two drops, three drops on them before they might spook from the spot, you know, and there's just right. a bunch of little ones left. So, anyway, we've been rocking and rolling, having a good time. I, have, I don't have any crazy, crazy fish stories for you uh, other than other than <laughs> yesterday. Uh, we done fish like an 11, 11-hour 11 offshore trip, and then we come back in, and I got a 12-hour today, so we're, uh, so we're perfect right. for that, but I come back in um drop all the rods off you know will my deckhands clean the boat and i'm like man i gotta go i gotta go uh fill up with some fuel 
So Will's rigging up some tackle. He obviously has a boat. He's rigging up some tackle or something for today. And I said, man, I got this weird feeling, man. I, I grabbed this, this all the rods were off the boat. I grabbed this little spinning reel with the with the gotcha lure, our little mahi rig. And uh, I said, man, I'm just gonna go right down the road, you know, to Pelican 14 or Pelican Rest Marina um, to get some fuel. And I'm I'm rolling over there, and sure enough, man, these birds are freaking working right in front of the marina. I'm like, I don't know, man. I kind of wrote it off. Maybe they're gap top. Who knows what they are? But it was interesting enough for me to pull over and throw that daggum gotcha lure in the middle of them. And, and uh, <laughs> so first cast, I catch this like three foot ladyfish. And uh, I'm like, shoot, I'm going offshore tomorrow. I could do that again. You know, I could, I could stack up these guys. Right. So I'm having a blast on the boat. Second cast, catch another one, miss a few, catch another one. So I got three ladyfish in the boat. I said, man, how to get going, you know? So like tenth cast in, I get, I get hooked up, and it's a gaff top. I'm like, what the heck, dude? You know, what a mood kill. <laughs> so I reel in this gaff top, and I'm messing with it, trying to get off my daggum hook. And Jesus was like telling me, he's like, man, throw one more time. And I'm like, man, I do not want to catch another gaff top. So I pitch that line right out there under those birds one more time. Thump, that line starts screaming. And I'm talking about screaming, buddy. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking honestly, two things, you know, big bull red or something smoked that gotcha lure or mm-hmm. a big Jack Cravel. And uh, sure is about the time that I processed that in my mind. About a four-and-a-half-foot tarpon started jumping out of the water. Oh, come on, dude. Ballistic, dude. Going nuts. And at the right about when that was happening, my line screaming. I had this pontoon boat pull by. So they stop, and they're watching the whole show. You know, this fish is dancing out the water, going crazy, doing acrobats for, like, I don't know, a minute, minute-and-a-half. It seemed like ten minutes, you know. And, uh... I don't know, about the fourth or fifth time he jumped, man, I could just see that gotcha lure just come right out of his mouth. I was like, oh, my God. So I called my deckhand. I said, grab the other gotcha lure. We're going right back out. And, and uh, we gotcha had a, lure. Man, it is the baddest ombre. I'll tell you what, it's like a, uh, it's like a little plug, kind of like a plug-shaped body, I guess. It's got a double trouble hook on it which is why I lost that fish because they're, they're real small trouble hooks and they're real shiny. And so, uh, and so they're, I mean, I'm going to send you a picture of it, Miggy. It is, when I tell you that if you could be on a, uh, if you find a mahi-mahi and he won't eat a piece of cut squid and he turns right. his head on a sardine and he turns his head on a skirt, I'm going to tell you right now, you put that gotcha lure in the water and, and they literally, I have never seen a mahi not hit that lure ever. Ever, well, I remember ever, the so. old gotcha lures I remember from back in the day. It was like a little slug, little, little soft plastic worm. It came pre-rigged with a jig head already in it. And it I had know what tiny, you're talking about. Tiny number 10 treble hook on it. They named it right because every customer I ever had show up fishing with one of those for flounder, every time they went to grab that flounder, it got you all right. It got you right in the hand, that little treble hook, that flounder would <laughs> shake his head. And it and pull that little treble hook right into their hand every it single right. time. I said, I'm glad that's not a giant hook. I just take my pliers over and just jerk it out of their hand, you know, that little number 10 treble hook. 
Oh yeah, that little that little number two. They well, named that are, one right, man. They <laughs> gotcha. did, didn't they? <laughs> these are a hard body, you know, almost like a. Uh, I don't know, man. How to explain it? It looks like a big old plug, you know. They're two, three inches long. Just send me a long. picture of it. I'll check it out, man. I will. I tell you what, man. If I did more bay fishing, yeah, I would your, yeah, they got to work on trout, huh? Oh, they got to work, dude, because Red it's kind of like a cross between a spoon and a crankbait, maybe. You know, like mm -hmm. so, I'm not really, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's a hard body, yeah. and. Uh, Shoot, man, they got a red head or orange head or yellow chartreuse head, and the rest of them is silver or gold. Okay. And, uh, buddy, they are – I mean, you could catch just about anything offshore with them, but I would assume that you could whack some fish inshore with them. With fish with them, we probably would. It all works yeah. if you work it properly. Yeah, send me I'm a photo of that. Too. I'm going to. All right, Sharky, anyway, I got a roll, man, story. and I know you do, too. You got to get them grouper rods spooled up. Hey, throw them out a number and a web address, man. Come on with it, guys. Let's go make some memories. Hop on our website. It's Outcast Fishing with no G, charters.com. That's outcastfishingcharters.com. You can check out our trip packages, pricing, and availability right there on our website. And we'd love to have you guys. It's not too late to get booked up for the summertime. So check us out, and then uh, let's go make some memories. All right, buddy. Y'all be right, safe man. out there. Catch them up, man. Yes, sir. We're going to give it our best. on them. All right, man. <laughs> gotcha. See you, Sharky. Later. Got gotcha. you. <laughs> All right. That's Captain Sharky Marquez down in Galveston. All right. It's time for a break. Top of the hour, National Anthem. All that good stuff coming up. We'll be right back after these messages. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 